Hey, I'm Brett Gornick. I'm Jason Lobig. Welcome to the Live Better Podcast. As Nike trainers, international retreat leaders, and wellness advisors, we help people from all different backgrounds push towards their potential, get healthy, and change the world. This podcast is about teaching others to actively pursue their entrepreneurial dreams, similar to how we pursued ours, and how to get and stay healthy doing it. We didn't start our careers in training and wellness. Jason worked in public accounting, and I, Brett, worked in corporate retail until starting our dream experiential wellness business, Live Better. What started as an idea for a protein bar led us down a path to build what Live Better is now, which performs everything from personal training and corporate wellness to international wellness retreats and yoga and meditation for kids. We are here to encourage you to follow your dreams while holding you accountable. It's not easy, it's not always simple, but it is possible. Let's make today the best day ever. What up, Live Better fam? We are, well... This is a little different. We just crushed a workout with Aubrey Winters. So she came into the Little Better Lab. We put her through some sleds, some assault bikes, some lunges, some wall balls. Um, so we're feeling good. And then we threw out some bangers. What was the song you just put on? Doses and Mimosas, the Vintage Culture Remix. Yeah, we need to tag that in the show notes. Yeah. Paige, can you tag that in the show notes? <laughs> All right, sweet. Uh, so Aubrey Winters, we're super excited to have you on the show today. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for the workout. Thanks, uh, guys. How are you doing today? Oh, uh, my how are you gosh. Feeling now? <laughs> is, that, is that even okay for you to ask me right now? <laughs> I have not done a workout like that in a long-ass time. Thank you guys so much for kicking my ass. Yeah, Literally, I'm not going to be able to walk tomorrow. <laughs> so what, what type of workouts are you doing right now? What are you, what are you up to now? Oh, gosh. The last, like, three weeks I've been doing strictly reformer Pilates outside of my classes that I teach and the workouts that I film for my on-demand and my app. Um, you know, 33 this year, and it's just like I've been dancing my whole life, moving and grooving. I just feel like every day it's a little something different with my body. So I was like, let's bring it back to basics. So I've been enjoying like slower paced movement. It feels like a little more meditative. I can just like calm my mind while I work my body, and it's been feeling really good. So, but as I was telling you guys, I need to incorporate some more. Of <laughs> I was like, will you guys train me? Can still push around some weight. Yeah. So that was awesome. Oh gosh, it's, it's not it's not show. It's the real deal. <laughs> What um so tell us like what you've got going on now and why you why you like doing the meditative workouts you, you uh, were explaining a little bit about your schedule but tell yeah. us what you got going on what you're working on yeah um, I know you mentioned a little about that yeah so I'm kind of in this phase of life right now where I'm just like I'm dreaming up things and I'm executing like crazy which is a really nice creative flow to be in I think that. Um, up until, you know, the pandemic, I was living in LA and I was really running just 24 seven a mile a minute. And, um, it was a lot of energy and I was exuding so much for my clients and just the LA lifestyle. And, um, lately I've been really enjoying just like being in this flow in Chicago where I can execute and I can focus on work, but I can also have time to just completely unwind. And, um, it's, I think one reason why I'm loving Pilates and just like a slower paced lifestyle in between the work stuff, because I've never had that balance for myself right now. I am on a fitness tour. So it's been a busy season of travel. Um, which has been so much fun and so fulfilling, but I literally feel like I've planned six weddings. <laughs> it's nuts. And um, all the while, you know, I just launched an app and I launched three different programs, actually four different programs within the app, um, working on merch and equipment and launching a podcast next year while building a community and running my social media and trying to be a girlfriend, a friend, a sister, a daughter all at the same time. <laughs> so it's been just like a crazy season. So I think that's why like, 
when I haven't been working, I just have really enjoyed like slower paced grandma lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the difference between for you going from LA to Chicago? Like what, what's been the biggest change about being here? What do you like about being here? What's different about, you know, being in LA versus here? Been spending so much more time alone. And that's, that's weird for me to say because I've always been a people pleaser. I've always been very social. I've always been the center of every friend group and, you know, teaching a million classes a week and running around and just seeing person or, you know, running around going from person to person, coffee date to coffee date, class to coffee date, all the things. And being here, I think it's just allowed me to really focus. I always say when people ask me how I like living in Chicago, I love it. It's allowed me to build a business and a brand and I don't know that I would have ever have done what I've done in the short amount of time if I was still living in California so I think that just alone time and having the freedom to really focus on myself and say no and um, again just ground down that's my that's been my mo the last few months is just like grounding down in between the chaos and truly like living my my dreams in a sense so <laughs> yeah it's been cool what um, when you are thinking about next year kind of tell us like what this fitness tour has been like and kind of where that's moving because I know we were just talking about some of those tour dates um kind of talk about the like fitness tour and then sort of what's next for you as you because I know you're getting near the end of this season yeah so the tour itself has been like a dream of mine for so long and I think that I needed to just do it and see what would come of it um, because I couldn't stop thinking about it and my partner and I, Danielle Pacenti, we really went like balls to the wall. It's really only the way that I can put it is we had a dream of doing this tour and going to six cities in the midst of still semi-weird pandemic life, um, kind of going back to normal but not in ways and we were like, we're, we just feel like we need to bring our communities together. So we kind of went for it and um, it's been a Amazing. I think that it's been a lot of learning lessons for me. I'm, maybe you guys can relate, but being a group fitness instructor to having gone completely virtual in the last almost two years um, was an adjustment. So we were just craving like in-person connection. But I think more than anything, it's really helped me planning this tour tap into like business-minded Aubrey. You know how I would do it differently next year. Um, my my plan and my goal within you know Q1 is to launch a podcast and kind of infuse that with my teachings in a sense. So. So when I think of events next year, when I think of a tour next year, because the tour is not going anywhere, I picture something a little bit more smaller scale, something that's a little bit more pop-up style, um, and something that doesn't quite feel, and I'll say this again, like I planned a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you guys are married, right? Yeah. Like, you know how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not married, so I guess maybe I'm channeling my <laughs> the wedding in my dreams through yeah. six different fitness events. But, um, you know, it's you think of all the bells and whistles and we're like, we got to do this, we got to do this. So it's just has taught me so much. And I think going into next year, I'm just kind of grounding down in this like business minded Aubrey being a little more strategic with, you know, launches and my energy and how I'm exuding, you know, different energies for different projects, et cetera. What so. does one of those events look like since you have a couple coming up to finish out the year? Yeah, so um, the events are about four hours long. We have GA tickets, we have VIP, and Danielle and I, our intention was to just bring together a collaborative fitness experience where um, our communities feel seen, they feel um, this collective energy, they're trying my style of um, class, they're trying Danielle's style of class, we bring on a guest in each city. So, um, you know, you kind of do back-to-back -back classes, our guest is starting with a 
meditative moment, something to ground the um, community down, whether it's through stretching or yoga or meditation. Um, and then we have like a VIP meet and greet at the end. I mean, it's full of energy. Like yeah. the Chicago event was honestly like, well, Boston was sick too. But like, I think just because Chicago, I, I have a little bit, I have a bigger community here. And it was our first event and it was just like, you know, we got there at 8 a.m. <laughs> thinking everything would be set up. I was going to walk into like the, the fitness event of my dreams. Nothing was set up. I was delegating. Like all of our community was there for volunteers, my parents. Everyone's like, what are we doing? And in 45 minutes, we just threw this thing together. We had the balloons all set up, all the vendors, the stage, the banners, the picture moments, Instagram, all that good stuff. So <laughs> so it's quite um, an extravagant thing for just, you know, Danielle and I to have have put on but um you know we kind of gear up for each event being like oh my god did we do this did we do that and then when we're in the moment it's just it's it's so worth it and so fun and fulfilling so it's been really cool three more events through now until the end of this year so just cranking them out yeah I like the grounding down the the saying like that too because I feel like one thing that people don't understand about teaching group fitness and like leading events we have a retreat coming up very soon by the time this comes out it's going to be like basically right after we have run our retreat yeah that the amount of energy that you expend on one of these events is absolutely insane and when you were like I'm just trying to balance it between being a girlfriend a friend a daughter um, it's something that like I have really started to think about is we just want more and more and more and are always thinking to the next event we're definitely guilty of that of just okay. like going from one thing to the next never stopping and Absolutely. the two of us have each other like encouraging to keep doing that <laughs> how do you think about because it sounds like you know you're interested in the the uh, being a better friend girlfriend daughter yeah. these types of things like how do you think about balancing those those two things with like a very kind of public presence yeah I mean it's definitely hard I have not mastered that yet at all um to a fault in a sense to be honest I think that like you know as we started this conversation I was even thinking just like I've been in this mode where I think it I dream it and I just freaking do it and um when I lived in LA like it was really one thing to the next I didn't refuel I didn't take recovery days. I didn't have time for myself ever. Um, I think now it's like finding that balance of Aubrey time and then like friend family time. Um, but it's, it's hard. Like I really have not mastered that yet. I mean, I will go weeks without reading text messages. Truly. If you guys have tips, let me know. Um, it's a lot, you know, between the DMS and the community emails and kind of keeping up with all of the other little projects and, I don't know. I mean, I think one thing for sure is moving from California here showed me a lot about who my true people were. And I think that um, in the past, I was really quick to hold on to relationships, friendships, because there was that like mutual thing of like, oh, well, I know when I do this, they'll promote this and kind of a vice versa. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. And so it was kind of worth to have this extra energy of like friendships kind of lingering. Um, Here, I will say I've just gotten so much more clear on like which relationships I want to put time and effort into. And everything else is almost just like a second, a second thought in a sense. Um, I have my like go to and when I have time and when I'm not in work mode, I, I love checking in, but I also am like finding that balance of just Aubrey and then how to be all the other things. So it's it's a work in progress for sure. Yeah, yeah I think for people that are running their own business, that's a, it's something that you just don't know until you're in it. Yeah. Are there certain things that you've found that have been working to, to find that or are you still in the stage of just like, <laughs> I no know I need to do it? No play. Yeah. yeah, I just love to hear it because, I mean, you know, there's a bunch of entrepreneurs that are listening to this that are yeah. all trying to figure that out. And some people have some good tactics and some other people are like, 
Thursday night at four, I just stop working and I just do all my other shit. Yeah. So do you have things that like that you do that, that you found helpful? Um, one thing I think is is voice notes. I know that that sounds a little silly, but it's like when I haven't responded to text messages in a couple of weeks and I haven't been great about DMs, I'll get into a mode where I'll sit down and I'll just go through all of it and I will send voice notes because at the end of the day, it's not a matter of me not caring. It's more of a matter of me just not having the bandwidth to be able to hold extra energy and space for everyone else. It's like right now it's work and it's Aubrey and trying to figure out ways to, you know, give the people around me also what they need is something that I'm working on. So I think when it comes to like really having the time to sit down, I love just sending voice notes, a quick, hey, I'm thinking about you. I saw your message. I saw your ping. I'm like here right now to let you know that I fucking love you and it's not a matter of me not. So thank you for your patience. And that's the voice notes. It's just, and also it takes my eyes off of my phone. I can like sit and like look at the sky while I'm sending a voice (laughs) note. You know what I mean? Eyes off the phone is a big thing. Yeah. It's faster than typing it. Yeah. I love I love right. getting voice we notes. I love voice sending notes. voice notes. Yeah, the best. Yeah. yeah, I'll send them in DMs too to some, yeah. sometimes to friends and to uh, my sweaty bitches and <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, oh my god, I can't believe you just sent me a voice note. I'm like, well, yes, it's it's the best way to connect. So <laughs> yeah. let's keep it going. This is the best way for me to do it. Yeah, my sister also helps me with my DMs. So sometimes she's like, Aubrey, you are literally like balls deep in voice notes with this girl, and I don't know what to say. <laughs> Like, can you please send I the voice note back? I can't hear them. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking, like, just while we were exercising, how great it is to have other people come in our space to be able to, like, share workouts and share time to come in to do podcasts like this. When you're traveling to other cities – how does that go when you're connecting with other people? Like, are most of the people that are attending your events people that have found you somewhere, or do you find it, like, super helpful to be kind of collaborative with other trainers, with other people in other cities? Like, kind of, how do you think about building your community, I guess, in a sense? Yeah, that's a great question, Um, because I've been so closed off to it for so long. In L.A., it was, like, group fitness. You know, I worked for so many different companies, studios, Um, and was really just focused on like my LA crew and people would ask me all the time do you plan on going virtual you know I had a much smaller following at the beginning where when the pandemic happened and I was kind of thrown into Chicago thrown into virtual teachings and for the long for like a year before the pandemic I'd get like random DMs from people hey like I took your class in an event when I was visiting LA like I'd love you know are you ever going to go online I'm like hell no like <laughs> my energy is like in person only that's where I feel the best that's where I can do my best job teaching and that's how I best communicate you know my teachings with my community so um, COVID really pushed me into this virtual world and I'm so blessed and so grateful for it. I think that, um, you know, going to these cities, it has been unreal for me to see. It it really shows you how much growth has happened in the last few years. I think um, showing up on Instagram just authentically as myself, doing my, you know, sweaty bish things and just kind of like putting it all out on the table, what you see is what you get. Um, it's, It's awesome because people they feel that. And then you meet them in person. They're like, oh my God, it's exactly what we saw online, which I love. I think um, traveling to these cities has just shown me like the power of a virtual community. And it's something that I, I didn't doubt for a while, but I think, I think, well, I kind of doubted myself and how would I bring my, my energy onto a screen and, um, and COVID really pushed me to do that. And so in terms of building the community, it's just continuing to show up really. Um, I go through waves where I'm, 
I'm not into the Instagram thing. It's something I constantly am working on. You know, is this really important? Is Are people even seeing it? My engagement is down. And then I'm not motivated. And then it's this whole ripple effect. And lately I'm in this mode where if even just one person is watching my story, one person is watching the reel, one person is getting the message, that that's fucking perfect, you know? And that is one person that will tell their friend. That is one person that will tell someone else, like, go sign up for her app or whatever it is. Not that it's about that, but it's just that that collective, you know, back and forth, even between a small community, is so powerful. And so I just am pushing myself to continue to show up and to not worry about the numbers and just get the message out and to continue to connect with community because that's what it's really all about. So kind of a long-winded answer, but no, it's, it's kind mean, of a, it's multi, it's dynamic, you know? It's, it's a great answer. I, and I don't think a lot of new people that are entering group fitness really at all, but just kind of training in general, like think about the network effect of doing stuff like that. Yeah. You're just so closed off. And you, you said something when you were, when you moved to Chicago, you were able to like work on the, the business side, you work on your business and not in your business. Mm-hmm. And COVID was such a huge thing for us for that because... When you're training all day, all you're doing is working in your business. Mm-hmm. You don't even you don't have time, and you certainly don't have energy to work on it. And being able to take step back, te- steps back, look at it kind of from this overview perspective, and then dive back in, like being focused on the things that you want. I think when new trainers get in, or people that are trying to build online communities, or are trying to sell something, you kind of forget that some of that time needs to be stepped back. Like you need to step back. You need to get out of doing the day-to-day. You need to go meet people, and you need to be grateful that there are people watching your stuff because that's how it spreads. It's like we all kind of assume that if you just post something on Instagram, it should magically explode. It's like, no, you have to put work into that and show up every single day, and that's not going to happen overnight. Like I'm sure you've taught thousands of group classes before anybody would have signed up for something virtual, and it was just it was interesting last year, like, hearing this split in sentiment between the people who did really well and the people who didn't was like, what's the lowest common denominator of the people that did well? We just showed up yeah, all the time, every time, every time you step on stage, like you are Aubrey and people appreciate that regardless of whether you're in Houston or Scottsdale or in Chicago or LA. Absolutely. It's really nurturing, you know, what, what the community that we've built. And I'm sure it's the same thing for you guys. It's just like, when I take a couple weeks off, I'm like, damn, like I'm really, you know, even on Instagram, it's like, while I like to show up as myself and talk about French fries and fashion and all the things, it's much more than just fitness. It's like the same things that I enjoy on there are also kind of embedded into my fitness programming. It's like the mindset, the lifestyle, right? And I'm like, this is what I love. So there's no reason for me to just like step away because of numbers, like keep sharing the message and keep connecting with people about it because that's what it's all about. Like the power in community is just everything. And, and I try to just remember that. And that's my intention. You know, when I have those moments of like, I freaking hate social media. It's like, yeah, but like social media is what helped me grow to this point right now like social media is something that like it's a love-hate relationship but there's no denying that without it these last two years like none of this would have been possible so I'm really grateful for you know just the community and being able to like nurture and have the time to do that have the time to really do that in LA I never would have had the time to do that it was very just like run around and aimlessly moving through life so yeah very grateful when you're putting some of that stuff and content together inclusive of your classes inclusive of like your personality and the things you like like what what is the number one thing that you are consistently trying to get across like if you want someone to to see Aubrey and this is sort of what I stand for like 
what is that for you? Mm, so many different things. I think that one one big thing is just like life is fucking short and it's super precious. And how can you show up each and every day just as you are, but do it at your best? You know what I mean? Like, I think that in my 20s especially, I I sat around for so long just wondering, like, what do I want to do with my life? What was me? I didn't get the Rihanna audition. I'm not, like, making enough money, blah, blah, blah. I don't have the followers. And it's like, I look at my 20s and I'm like, wow, you know, I needed to go through that and grow through that to get to where I am for sure. But I wish I would have had someone being like, just get out there, just try it, just fucking do it, you know? And I think that that's one thing that when I look back, it really sticks with me Um, because I reached a point at 28 where I did just start to go for it. I did just start to throw shit at the wall and see what was sticking and it got me to right here. And so um, I love just sharing that story with my community because I think that a lot of people and, you know, I still to this day will do this, but we get in our own way. And it's like, if you can just kind of let go of the control and let go of the outcome and just live your day to the fullest every single day, whether it's showing up at 110%, even if you feel really shitty, just a little bit of progress each and every day, try it, see what happens and continue to grow from it. And I, and I have that same mentality with fitness. I think that like one, one reason why I think people love my classes is because they take the pressure off. It's not about having a six pack. It's not about, you know, having like this insane body or looking like an Instagram model. It's really about showing up and feeling good. And when you start to show up and you start to feel good, you'll find consistency, you'll find your rhythm, you'll find your groove. And then you start to see the results mentally, physically from the inside out. So that's kind of my my little ideology behind sweat sessions and was just my message. Was there a specific thing that happened at 28 or what, why do you say that? Point? Yeah. If, if there is and somebody is around that age or in that like mindset, regardless of age, yeah. like, what is, like, what would you tell them? Yeah. I mean, I think that obviously life in LA is like, it's just different. You How know, long it's, were you there? I was there for almost 10 years. Oh, oh wow. And where are you from? I'm from Kansas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a big shift <laughs> from yeah. Kansas. Yeah. I'm from Kansas. So you were in Kansas. Yeah. Kansas and then cool. you went to Arizona yeah. for cool school. Yeah. Then you went to LA and now you're here. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a nice shift. So tell us about that too. Yeah. To the big leagues. For sure. I think, um, yeah, I think at 28 what happened was I – I was living in LA, I was dancing professionally, I was going to a bunch of auditions, working a thousand different side jobs, kind of got into fitness, started teaching Pure Bar, really loved that, but wasn't making a lot of money doing that. And so I made this shift into corporate fashion and I never thought that I would get a job in a corporate setting. I literally was like, I am going to fail. I No one is going to take me. I got my degree in dance. I've danced for the last however many years in LA. I've worked as a hostess. I've worked retail. Like I've worked as a bar instructor. I'm not going to get a corporate job. Like That's literally what I told myself. And I sat down with two of my friends who are husband and wife, and they were like, damn, girl, Like you sit around and motivate people all day in your classes. You sell out every single class at Pure Bar. You train all the teachers there. You're very good at what you do. Why Why is this the energy around going into a corporate setting? Like, you really don't believe in yourself that much to where you're saying these things right now? And I just remember, like, bawling my eyes out, <laughs> crying, just being like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And um, I remember, like, I, I thought that, you know, going into the corporate world was something that I did briefly because I needed a shift. I needed to shake shit up. I was kind of just stagnant. I wasn't doing a lot in LA. The dance the dance scene never really I never really got out of it what I thought that I would, which is okay because again it led me to here. But 
I just didn't have a lot of self-esteem. And it was funny because after they kind of just like shook me up a little bit, the next day I applied to this job. I'm thinking, I love fashion, so let me let me just go for it. And I applied at Forever 21 headquarters in visual merchandising, styling, and trending for the company. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to get this job, but I'm going to apply for it. He helped my friend, helped me build out my resume, and his wife was just like my hype girl who I trained to be a pure bar instructor, so it was just going full circle. <laughs> and um, I got the job. Like I literally is the only only corporate job I applied for and it was the one job I got so I was like let's go and I always I like that story because it was a turning point for me it was a huge boost of confidence and it was the boost of confidence that I needed to just kind of be like oh wow like I got this and it's and it's funny how you kind of wait for things like that to happen to really believe in yourself but sometimes you kind of have to hit rock bottom in order to start building yourself back up and I kind of feel like that was a turning point for me and um when I went to that job, you know, I, I absolutely fucking hated it. I was like, this is not, this is not me. I would turn on my Spotify playlist that I, I had from teaching and I was no longer teaching at this point And I'd literally be like, final 10, let's go. Here's one, yeah. two heels higher, three, four seat lower, five, come on, six, pulls it out, seven, like counting my pure bar talk while I'm like styling mannequins. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I got to quit this shit. So I quit and then I went full-time fitness. And um, yeah, that to answer your question again, long story short, it was just really a turning point for me. It was the boost of confidence that I needed. And I feel like ever since then, I've just continued to just dream something up, do it. Um, it's been a grind for sure, especially in California where everyone in the industry is kind of doing, you know, doing the same thing ultimately. Lots of people with the same goals, but um, I never really let it get in my way after that. And I just kind of continued to push right through. So turning point for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's super cool. I think yeah. there's a lot to unpack there. I think it's yeah. cool that you went for something completely different, that you did it, and then you also realized you didn't want to do it. And then you kind of went back to like what you were looking for. It's a really yeah. cool story of, of seeing how you can like strive for things and then also if they don't work out you can continue to go I think a lot of people struggle with both of those transitions one like trying to fulfill something that they think they should do but then also if they're in that like you could have stayed in that because you thought that was what you should be doing yeah but then you also transitioned out so I think that this is super cool to see because a lot of people like you said just get in their own way yeah and it's like we just can choose like I was just talking to my physical therapist before we were here and I was like if you wanted to go be a singer like just go do it. Like yes. if you want to go, do, like we can just do whatever we want. And yeah. it's like, it doesn't matter how much experience, how big you are. It's just like, if you want to go do something different, just decide to do it. Yeah. I think that's just scary for people though. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a lot of like, one, one thing for sure is just, there's so many lessons to be learned. Like you will always come out on the other side with, you know, new new tools in your toolbox, new things, new insight, mindset, and relationships, and hopefully connections. And um, and that's why I think I've had the courage to just continue to do things, you know, whether I think they were going to take off or not, because there's always something that you'll learn from just putting yourself out there. So, And the domino effect of doing it once allows you to do it many times over. Absolutely. You're, you're having a conversation with friends and this is like a total offhand. I don't have the, the research for this, but one of our friends, we were, we were out to dinner with a, uh, another couple and the guy was talking to his therapist about it and they were having a conversation about men versus women applying for roles, thinking that they could do them. And for men, it was something like, 50 per they, they needed to feel 50% competent at what they thought they were applying for in mm -hmm. order to apply for it and for women it was like 
80 to 90. Mm. It's just like, I think it's really interesting, and I think it's also really important for other women to hear other women say, like, I didn't feel ready for this before I went to go do it. It was like, you were talking about not feeling like you had the self-esteem to apply for it, not feeling qualified for it, and like, but you do, you did it anyway. Sometimes it takes a push. It's really scary. It's very risky. That's the value of having great people around you that are going to be encouraging you and pushing you. Absolutely. But then the value is once you've done it once, you are so much more willing to do it again. Like the number of times we've reiterated our business or taken a random risk yeah. <laughs> and done something that's like, fuck it. I don't know if this is going to work, but just try <laughs> it anyway. And not being afraid if zero people show up or if we get... 40 people to show up yeah. it is just like the act of doing that that allows you to do it over and over and over again for sure yeah I when I was mentioning my two friends husband and wife who helped me kind of get to that point it was funny because I'll never forget the moment like John was John is his name and Brittany is her name and John was sitting there and he's like Aubrey let's look at all the jobs you've had in the last six years <laughs> and this included college at the time he's like so in college you were in a sorority you were a recruitment chair you were vice president of the sorority and then you were also in the dance program and we broke down like each and every little thing that I did and the tasks that I had to do and the roles and responsibilities and then when you put that shit on a resume you're like oh wow like yeah, I actually have a lot of things that I'm good at and and, you know, you see it all on paper and you see how it can translate. And maybe, you know, maybe I've never been in a corporate setting before. But when I saw all of it, you know, Pure Bar taught me this. Working at Free People taught me this. Working as a dancer taught me this. Performing, you know, communication, all of the things, it all kind of made sense. And so you see it all and you're like, okay, wow, like I actually can do this. So And people want to hire interesting people. Yeah. That's the cool thing. I think that's also the cool thing about not about doing something now that's a little different. Dance is, I guess, tangential, but that is a little bit off. Like somebody looking at that resume is like, oh, this person is super interesting. Like <laughs> I at least want to talk to them. Absolutely. And then when you get in the room, it's like, well, that's when you can let some of your personality take over. But I think that like having an interesting life resume, like that really interests me. For sure. And that's, I mean, some, most of the stuff we've done for business has always been like, Oh yeah, we want to do yoga, so just we'll just become yoga and try. <laughs> we want to teach running, so like let's just start with a marathon. It's always been just straight trial by fire, which is just the you just have to learn because you're in it. So you guys are yoga instructors. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. I want to get my yoga certification. So oh, yeah. okay. I think it's cool. I it love was, that. Speaking of being calm, it was by far the most calm nine weeks <laughs> of my life, no doubt. Yeah, three times a week for three hours doing a lot of yoga, taking a lot of classes, like talking to other people, being in a very calm environment. I was like straight Buddha. (laughs) (laughs) You came out woke AF. You're just like, yeah, it was awesome. And you could do a really good handstand and yeah. And I was so flexible. And also facial mobility was super good. Do you guys do it together? No, no. I had already done mine. Yeah. Um, so speaking about things you want to do, what do you feel like, what's next? Like, what are your, what are your aspirations for what you've got going on? Because of, you know, these last couple of years brought you online and now yeah. you're doing the tours, like speaking about working on the business, like where do you see things going? Yeah, I think next year is really Paige and I were just talking about this, but like next year I've only had my business for a year, yeah. which is just like psh, mind blowing. 
Um, and so next year is nurturing what I've built, I think, and um, really getting a team together who can help support me in my big ass dreams, as I like to say. And um, next year, I want to launch a podcast. So I'm very excited about that. It, it feels like the missing piece to the puzzle in a sense. Um, kind of going back to the Instagram chat, it's like, you know, love Instagram. It's amazing. But I'm looking for something a little bit deeper and a way to bring my community's stories to life as well. So that's something that I'm super pumped about. And I kind of just see it full circle with how I run my app and the on-demand and the challenges and the programs and a podcast to kind of fulfill all of those community needs. And um, it's always been my dream since I love fashion so much to have my own activewear line, clothing line. So dipping my toes into merch right now and then want to have some collection drops throughout next year that are small but totally me like Aubrey signature pieces and um, you know I'm in active wear all day every day pretty much so I may as well be wearing my own, wearing your own stuff yeah um, and so yeah I think and, and I get ahead of myself but I'm also like again let's just try it let's just see and let's go um, next year will be really grounding down in what I've built and I think also kind of starting to develop some other fun things that are outside of my comfort zone teaching is very much so it, it is it's like my heart and soul like it is when I'm teaching I I, I never have felt more alive truly um, and I think that next year will be the year to kind of challenge myself and other business ventures it's been easy in a sense to go virtual there's of course growing pains with it but like with anything I you know it's your craft so you adjust and I've totally made it work I think and um I want to start to kind of unfold different areas of the business and even myself um, outside of teaching. So that's what next year is all about. I'm excited. Awesome. That's yeah. great. One yeah. question we ask everybody, actually, you have to sign our wall once we're yes. done here. That's our best day ever wall. <laughs> I love it. Um, if you could wake up tomorrow, do anything you want, our motto is to have the best day ever every single day. Mm-hmm. What does Aubrey's best day ever look like? You could be anywhere. There's no restrictions on travel. You yeah. can do anything. <laughs> yeah. What does it look like? Okay. Are you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> We're the most ready. Are you ready? I am waking up in a treehouse in Bali. I am served like right away, or no one has to serve me. I just wake up and there's magically like a coconut, you know with coconut water in on the porch um, with a really beautiful umbrella straw. I jump out of bed and I'm immediately in a thong bikini. I am wearing my dad's socks and my dad's sneaks and I go for a little beach workout. Um, I do with a little hype push. dance. What was that? With a sled push? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> a little dance cardio. And um, then I just, you know, I go swimming in the ocean. I do a little meditation. I am dancing around a bonfire, eating like the freshest, most beautiful food and um, just enjoying conversations with people that I love because magic Magically, then people appear and it's just a whole day on the beach in a in a jungle in Bali. Okay. <laughs> Meet you there. Go. Tell us when that is. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> I've never yeah, been to Bali, but it's two or seven. Yeah, yeah, I there mean, we go. That is my Ooh, dream. My community knows that like it will happen. I will get everyone in a thong bikini somewhere <laughs> yeah. and we will be doing I'm dance cardio oh, or going out on the beach. Like, Three days. <laughs> <laughs> to the beach yeah. in the jungle. Oh, where's my invite, guys? Yeah. To this. You're coming <laughs> to the bonfire. Yes. Yeah, we do the bonfire. 
<laughs> I awesome. love where it. Where can people find you? Where can people find your app? Yeah. Your social. Yeah. Your future podcast. Active where. You're active where. All the Food. things. So it is. My app is called Sweat Sessions by Aubrey Winters. You can find it for Android and the iPhone um, in the Apple Store and on Google Play. And then um, www.aubreywinters.com at Aubrey Winters on Instagram. And uh, once all these other things start launching and popping off, they'll all be on the website and on the gram. And yeah, that's where you guys can find and connect Sweet. me. Aubrey, thanks for working out. Thanks for jamming <laughs> yeah. with us. Thanks, uh, guys. Have the best day ever. Yeah, you too. It's been awesome. Thank you. Sweet. Dead. All right. That's a wrap. Wow, guys.